didn't plan on this, but yesterday um, it was on TV, and I wa- I've never watched it before. I've heard about it. You guys uh, fans of the, that classic movie, The Untouchables? I watched um, it in school. Yeah. It, yeah. it is yeah, not a... What grade were you in? Because uh, holy I was, shit. It was senior not a kid's year. Movie. Yeah, it was senior year. It, we, were, oh, okay. we were covering Prohibition. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, well, that's very topical. So we watched The Untouchables. Uh, they they mentioned prohibition like twice maybe other than that it's just the well no, it's the Al whole thing yeah, yeah the whole thing is what, chasing Al Capone who was a notorious bootlegger he yeah was, yeah so well, the see, whole the, thing is prohibition but that's the thing like it, speaking about NASCAR that's where NASCAR's origins come from the the boot run, yeah bootlegging right. well so it's like if if you watch a you know a film about that that's kind of interesting but it was mainly Al Capone which you know I guess it was one of De Niro's classic roles I'm not sure yeah if that was considered he was and, he was uh, fine at it. Oh, good old Kevin Irish Sean Connery. Uh, Conner- Sean oh, Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've never seen it before. I heard about it and I watched it. You know what? Not a fan. It's it didn't it didn't it didn't do it for me really. It is kind uh, of boring. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it's just the, well, it always you're you're always not sure where it's going. Well, if mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's you know it's not uh, historically accurate to the point, but it is where they catch them for tax evasion and all that good stuff. Yeah. I, I was always sad that. You know, they killed the little guy, the accountant. The Wallace, yeah, he <laughs> oh, was Wallace. Yeah. And it, it was funny because he's, yeah, he's accountant. And then that that was kind of one of the cool parts of light where they needed another hand, you know, so they just toss him the shotgun. And he he loves being in the field, but yeah, they take him out. Yeah, he's like, I up. don't know how to use this thing. <laughs> but then he, he got into. It. But overall, the movie just like he just didn't do it for me. It's one of those like I hear I don't know if it won awards, but you know, Kim Costner did a pretty good job. Even though he's kind of has that, you know, known as kind of a wooden actor sometimes. Yeah, Kevin act Costner really is a very boring actor. He's, he's, he's very, very hit boring. and miss, but I, I guess he fit good in this role because he he uh, he's the treasury agent. So yeah, he plays like the straight man. You know, none of the cops like him because basically a lot of them are on Capone's payroll. But you know, he's he's after, and that's the thing. He's after uh, uh, Capone. But he ends up like you know beating up a guy like beating. Up. So he's he's playing dirty or whatever. But overall, you know, it's hard to take him, even his his character seriously. Like for me, the scene that it's made to be for a dramatic effect, but I can stop laughing at it. It's the one where they capture his bookkeeper, and that's how. Because they, so they got they have his ledger because they caught him doing a run from Canada, and uh, but the guy they had ended up getting killed. That's yeah. how, how they kill Wallace. Because the, the, the mm-hmm. short guy, he's carrying... They're trying to take him to in a police uh, paddy wagon to hide him out, you know, to the court date, whatever. And, you know, uh, the guy on the payroll kills him or whatever. So they kill the, the guy that was going to flip on Capone and the little guy. And so after that, they go after his bookkeeper that the, the, the bad guys are trying to escape or get, get him out of the city on a train. And so the last two cops remaining because they killed... Uh, spoiler alert! They killed Sean Connery's character... I know that was that was a big scene, dude. I, you know what? I was rude for him to live. Like they shut, they lit him up in the front, and then you know they shot him in the back. But he was still crawling around. So like, okay, so he might. No, he didn't. He didn't make it. <laughs> he, he didn't make it. You he, know, he, yeah, actually, he should have died a lot faster. Yeah, than he did. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> well, he, he was pretty well Swiss cheesed. Well, I was thinking though, you know, Tommy guns at that age. I don't know how strong compared to like say your um, M16s these days. They as are as far as destruction of what you're hitting probably stronger considering it uh as i've heard it recalled to in the lord's chamber it's 45 acp it's a 45 cal oh, wow. pistol i just round. figured it was I one of those guns guns that you know 
rain of bullets. One of them's about to hit, bound to hit. Pretty much, pretty much. Last thing, like so many hit him, and he was still crawling away. I was like, oh, he might make it, but he no. lived long enough to let him know where the the or the bookkeeper was. The forty five cal forty five caliber pistol. Yeah, knowing that now for sure, like um, damn, yeah. that was pretty much designed to drop a horse. A nine millimeter, <laughs> you're like, ooh, that's that's gonna be rough. Oh, that'll blow your lungs. Even out. Even a twenty two, like would <laughs> blow, blow the lungs right out, out of, of your, your body. body. <laughs> <laughs> Must be true. Joe Biden said it. Right. <laughs> but see. So when I so the scene where they capture the so Sean Connery's character dies and he, but he tells him like there's the bookkeeper and so he gives him the manifest I guess that he's gonna be on the train and so him and Andy Garcia's character who are the last two cops Kevin Costner and there's the last two Elianess and they're the last two alive and so they go to capture this guy and it's in the midnights twelve five I think and so they're 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 staking out the. I don't know if it's um, what a time station or whatever New York, but they're the train yeah. station. There's they station Central Station. Central Station, and so they're watching all these people come back, come back and go. And I thought, I swear to God, I thought this lady was one of the setup ones, but she has a little baby carriage and she has two suitcases, and she's trying to go up backwards up the stair. Like she she moves two, you know, with one hand, move the two suitcases, and then pulls up her um, her little what do you call it, basket? Pram. The pram. The pram? Yeah. Giant ass wheels, but completely ineffective though. And he's like looking around. He looks at her and looking around, looks at her. Well, so he goes to help her and he has a shotgun, Elliot Ness. He has a shotgun kind of hidden and he's helping her pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. And then when we get to the top, that's when the bookkeeper and like three goons come out. It's like you expected her to pull a gun out of that carriage. Yeah. Because well, she was sending well, out too much. I like the way they built the tension there because he tries to be the nice guy to help people. Yeah. So he's watching her struggle with it. But he's got a job to do. Mm -hmm. So does he stay at his post or does he go and help her and do... But see, so this is where it falls apart for me, though, because he waits finally to help her out. And just as he's at the top, that's when the the, the shit goes down and the guys come out. And so he goes and, and he lets the baby go. And, and that's the, the classic stereotype of like, the little baby carriage starts going down the stairs. Oh, my baby. And it's just, it's it's comical. I'm laughing at this because, like, first off, that baby carriage would have flipped over the first step. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Probably. But it's going, you know. <laughs> it would have been end over end. <laughs> but, but they're doing it like, you know, click one, and then, like, he's shooting. Click two, and then one of the bad guys shooting. Oh, yeah, the whole, it's in it's in slow motion, yeah. But it's too, it's too hilarious to me the way they set up the, the stunt work, you know. And then the, the mm -hmm. Annie Garcia guy comes out, and at the last step, he he blocks the baby thing, and, it, and he catches it. It was just too Wasn't funny to me. train coming? No, no, the no, train had no. nothing to do with it at all. I, was, I couldn't remember if there was a train coming on up to the station or something. But it was just that, that classic, like, the stakes are high. And then at the last second, you know, because the, the Andy Garcia's character was a real good shot. That's how they got him straight out of the academy or whatever, because he wasn't mm -hmm. corrupted yet. And so oh, he's laying yeah. there on the side, and he's the, the last goon grabs the bookkeeper with the gun in his head. like, we're getting out of here, you know, because... You know, and the, the bookkeeper's like, I'm, I'm saying whatever you want, man. I don't give a, sh I don't care. I'm not loyal to nobody. And so, yeah. Annie Garcia's character, like, you know, you got the shot, take it, and he, and he kills him. And it's like, again, it's just too funny to me, man. The whole baby <laughs> setup, the lady screaming, my baby. It was just, this is too stupid, man. It was too much. <laughs> it was just too much. Like, you know, you're, you're trying to make this. It's like you could have done that whole scene without the woman and the baby at all, and it would have still been just as effective. Or at the very least, you know, when Quite he's possibly. at the top, or at the top 
pop. The lady grabs the baby out of the carriage and duck. There's like a million ways to wait, but the director was like, no, we need to make this as dramatic as possible. I just couldn't stop laughing at that scene. I was like, this is dumb, man. It's, <laughs> just point, it's what's called the point of diminishing results. You can only add so much to a scene before it's just too cluttered it's just too, and it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense anymore. Yeah, it's, it's too much, man. Like, I would have expected like maybe, uh, you know, at the bottom of the steps, like the Girl Scout walking by, you know, and, and like the, the kid in the wheelchair, you know, going by. <laughs> It was just kind of like, come where's on, the man. blind like, guy? Yeah, where's the blind guy? I was gonna yeah. say it's like that scene in The Simpsons where Marge becomes a police officer and she's oh, yeah. uh, following him through the backyard, and Milhouse jumps out. Can Bart come out and play? And it's like, oh, just taking Maggie for a walk. Yeah, it's there you like go. Those simulation things. That's exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> but and I don't know, if, uh, you know, that, that trope when um I want to say it was when Capone was was doing it, but like when they do the whole following scene where they're kind of going through the doors and all that cool. That kind of was kind of neat. But yeah, overall, There's that's some good scenes in there, but that wasn't one of them. <laughs> but well, that's kind of it. You know, you think it's a classic movie. If somebody says, "Oh, this movie was great," except for that scene, like, well, then it wasn't great, man. It, it has a flaw in it. Yeah, you, you could say it's really good, but I, I mean, Sean Con- Connery's death scene in there that that was good that was the way they good. built it up you know except for the that, 80 shots he took he it was okay. decent yeah that, yeah, that was got shot like maybe three times yeah yeah <laughs> um because the way they build that up was great because of the foreshadowing way earlier in the movie you see that he's got a hidden gun in the in the record player oh oh yeah yeah i'm good um you see that he's got a gun hidden in the record player. Yeah. So later on, when he senses that somebody's kind of sneaking into his house, you just see him winding up the record player. Oh, you knew someone was going to get shot. Yeah. You, oh, somebody's getting shot. Yeah. And that's where you, you know, just like a whop to bring a knife to a gunfight. Well, see, okay, that's. Oh, yeah, that's. So you knew Connor, you could feel the tension building up, and the guy's sneaking in there, he's got the knife out, and he's sneaking up behind <clears throat> Sean Connery. Yeah. But you kind of you forgot about the gun being hidden in the record player. But they showed it to you earlier. Yeah. Well, okay. So even that kind of the scene is, is a little, is a little funky. Because one, why did the guy just have a knife? But he's over here coming. But but the way he kind of, and that, that's another one I didn't see. So Sean Connery goes to like the back of his apartment, I guess, where the alley is. And why was his door open? That's kind of where I didn't get. See, that's what I don't get is why did he let him leave? He had he was dead to rights. Yeah. Had him. Had him. So that's even worse. He got killed like following the guy out and then they're oh there's a gunner up there by the staircase you know and he took him yeah. out yeah should have just should have just iced him right there and even if you see them you know sean connor's like oh no a guy with the machine gun da, 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 da. i mean half your i don't know man it's, it's just you have to suspend too much belief in that one i guess so i guess you're saying is uh this supposed classic is actually yeah. kind of a crappy movie oh no yeah yeah i should have just <laughs> i want to consider it a classic but as I, I, I said, think, supposed. Well, I think like most people, it's considered a classic. That's why mm. I think you know. It's for Kinda me. Like Godfather. What's around? It's around that same time as like um, what's that other one? The uh, the the, the Unforgiven or Tombstone or something. It has that sort of like the mm. the ensemble movies. You know what I mean? Like you got all these pretty you good actors. You have a actors. group of people together to yeah. take out one or to yeah. take a classic Comedy. story. You know, you have a one group against the other. It just, again, that scene kind of, oh, and so the other kind of critique I had was when the good guy, Elliot Ness, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, uncorruptible. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, supposed, so, yeah, uncorruptible. So he, well, the scene where the, where he finds the matchbook that has his address on it, because so the guy the, the guy that murdered sean connery the the assassin he's in the courtroom while they're trying to deal with al capone and so he escorts him out because he see he has a gun and when he takes out his stuff he sees um a matchbook and it has 
his address on there. Elliot left his address on there because that's where they chased him off. And yeah. so he kind of puts two and two. This is the asshole that threatened my family, whatever. And in that, the guy, I don't know if he shoots the cop, the other cop, but he ends up getting away. And so Elianess chases him, and he chases him with the rooftops. So he gets to the rooftops, and this guy's climbing down this rope, which took way too long, by the way. He's climbing down this rope, trying to swing into the window or something. And he has a, deter- like, he has a gun aimed at right at him, Elianess. The guy's at his mercy, dangling down. But he lets him go because that's not the right thing to do. So the guy says, you got to arrest me. You got to arrest me. So whatever. So he climbs up. And, you know, he pulls him up there with his holding him one-handed. And the guy, I forgot what the guy says, but he mocks him. Or, you know, he's, he's oh, yeah, he's saying, uh, your buddy squeal like a pig or something. Mm. And so, yeah, El- he, like, taunts him. So yeah. He's taunting and so, him. And so, Ness gets upset, Kevin Costner's character, and he throws the guy off the roof. Which, like, and oh. lands in a car. Yeah, he lands through a car. Because then when he gets back, and then Andy Garcia's character's like, hey, where's so-and-so? He's like, oh, he's in the car. You know, ha, ah, that's funny. But, so my argument is, this guy that's uncorruptible, uncorrupt- but he switches his mind so much. Okay, I'm not going to kill the guy. Nah, I'm going to kill him. He's like, dude, what? How? Stick by your morals. You're either going to kill the guy and take him out because he's a piece of shit. There's no, you know, fixing him or whatever. Or you just, you actually bring him into court. It's just, I don't know. I, and I don't then know. He, was the willing to yeah. Let, yeah. he was willing to let him go after threatening his family. But he wasn't willing to let him go for insulting his friend. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Well, he didn't know it's it was cute. family till like he saw the address. But right away, he grabbed the gun or he pulled out his gun and he held the bailiff uh, ransom because it was just them three in the hallway. Mm-hmm. So that was different. Like, but he knew like this is the guy, so I have to get him. But then the fact that he's like, I got him. He's like, he knows he murdered his buddy, so or he's just a piece of shit. And so he's like, okay, I'm gonna kill him. But he's like, nah, I'm not gonna kill him. He's like, nah, I'm gonna kill him. He's like. How how much can you flip flop, man? You either stick by your like strong Ross morals. What's like? What's like? You either stick by your morals and you like, you can't be corrupted. You know, I'm not gonna just murder some guy unless it's self defense or it's like, he has to die. It just I don't know, man. That those are all those little holes that I just movie's a mess. It's like yeah, at, at the end of um, Rocky Horror Picture Show when they got the gun pointed at Fr- Frankenfurter. Yeah, he's like, you're gonna kill him. What's his crime? It's like honestly, Brad. Honestly, Honestly? yes, (laughs) yes. Like you're standing there in ladies' lingerie, you watched him kill Eddie, and you're gonna say, "What's his crime?" Yeah, what do you do? (laughs) What do you do? Yeah, what do you do? That's kind of it, Lord. You either decide to kill and you kill him, or you decide not. And it just—that's another one that completely made me go. (laughs) Well, he liked you. He never liked me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry if clicking is coming through on the microphone. I'm eating cough drops because. My allergies are kicking my ass today because I spent most of the day outside yesterday. Getting all that dander going. Dander, yeah. A lot of yeah. dust. Yeah. yeah. Do you know dust is just dead skin cells? Uh, the dust in mostly. your house is mostly dead skin. <laughs> the yeah. dust in our backyard is dirt. Yeah. No, it's it's probably dust from everybody around the neighborhood. You know, it floats. The valley is just one big dust bowl. That's why it always pisses me off whenever I wash my car. The next day, it's got it's covered dirty. in dust. That's what, it's such a valley, man. Dust is just part of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dust and, and heat is just part of life. Yeah, if we to... went to a place where there was no dust and like wasn't a big dust bowl like it is here, we'd probably be like, dude, what's wrong all the air? It's so <laughs> yeah. thin. It's so was it thin. The... Every time we've Can't gone to the coast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't have my protective layer of smog. I'm going to get some sunburn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you barely... I got sunburned on a cloudy day where you couldn't see the sun at all. Well, we went to the beach. Because the air is that clean. Because <laughs> the air is that clean, well, that, and I am that sensitive to the sun. And people get really burnt on, like, in the snow. You know, cause oh, the yeah, because it reflects. Yeah, 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 that's the one that got me, like, you mean I'm in the cold and I'm going to get sunburned? Yeah, that, that's where it messes with you. Like, yesterday, it was a lovely day. You know, it was perfect for an outside party. 
But yeah, I spent too much time in the sun. I had a little bit of a burn by the time coming because it was didn't think about it because it was cool. So <laughs> yeah, you just associate sunburn with, with warm hot, temperatures. With hot, yeah, with heat. Yeah, you don't yeah. think about you know the sun reflecting off the snow and right into your face. Snow will actually burn you more than mm-hmm. just sunlight because it actually magnifies it. Yeah. It's the magnifying glass burning the ants. Yeah, that's why like, I remember reading somewhere hearing about like snowboarders putting on uh, um, um, sun lotion or something. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh-huh. it's like, no, they need a lot of it. Yeah, yeah they'll take their goggles off now just like this. Yeah, there you go. It's like got the raccoon <laughs> thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Like, well, guys, we're like 50 minutes in. You guys want to do the Choose Your Own Adventure or no? Sure. Oh, yeah. We're good? Okay, we're good. well. Let's start the show. That might be the show. I don't know. Uh, let's start the show. You guys want to? I love that the brand name is Choose Co. <laughs> what does it say? Oh. <laughs> in the U.S., $7.99. Higher in Canada. <laughs> it doesn't even tell yeah, you how much. Screw you, Canada. Well, yeah, screw you, Canadians. Oh, wait, we got Canadian fans. Damn it. <laughs> and we're recording. Uh, we got no intro going. Yeah, previously on... Uh, <laughs> previously on Jive S. Alien. Uh, so we found them. Turn to page 65. We're trying to remember where we are in the story, where we left off. Well, I remember I have it like where you're going to the Giants, but like, why are you going to the Giants? Yeah. Uh, there we go. I think we're going to try and get them to be our allies or something like that. Oh, Trow. That was the other one, Trow. They said um, pleasantness. The fairies have moments of pleasantness with both giants and the trow. And he's like, I think I know what giants are, you say, but what are trow? They are barrow dwellers or hog boons. Okay, just don't throw all this new vocabulary at me. Sometimes they are called goblins. Yeah, stick with goblins. I know goblins. Barrow dwellers. Am I going to start calling them barrow dwellers? But I would not say that to their faces. Oh, oh, they don't like to be called goblins. Well, now I know in this you know fantasy world, I would be murdered immediately because I'd be like, dude, I don't hog boons. I'm not gonna remember that goblins. I know <laughs> they are tough, but not overly mean. We have had our conflicts through the years. Please, can you do this? I would not ask unless I truly need help. It has to be freely done. Otherwise, I would merely place you under spell. <laughs> okay. So in other words, I'm like you're doing it one yeah. way or the other. Uh, you you feel a strange compulsion to say yes. Okay, somebody did their spell on me already. Yeah. In fact, you don't even consider refusing. <laughs> I'll do it, you say. It's the food. It yeah. was really good food. <laughs> stuff, man. It's that MSG they put in there. It was laced with plenty of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, there are no fairies at all <laughs> in the story. It's Anybody else want a, want a line of confidence? <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Would you prefer to go to the giants, or are you more inclined to try the trails? So we go to the giant. Hopefully they're gentle giants. I hear that yeah. fairly often. You know, jolly green giants. So we're going to the giants. Yay. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Adventure time. Come on, tell a friend. Adventure time. I will go to the giants, you announce. Good. But first, you must spend the night here as my guest. The <clears throat> trip tomorrow will be a long one, and you will need your rest, the queen replies. Okay, let's go to the trials. Is that a short little you know, trot over there? I'd rather do the short trip. <clears throat> you leave by a different entrance that is some distance away. When you surface, you are in a beautiful valley. It must be near Amesbury, but you have never seen it before. Time passes quickly, and you never seem to tire, even though you hike the whole day long. Oh, yeah, they pumped you full of that uh, confidence. Yeah, there's you know. something going on. Like, oh, man, I'm so so jazzed up <laughs> with confidence now. Uh, you see cattle, sheep, and other farm animals, but never any humans or fairies. Hmm. As the shadows start to lengthen, you get to the foothills of some tall mountains. They seem bigger than anything that you have ever heard about in England. The question is, are you still in England? We're almost there, says Elaine brightly. You see that you have come to a plateau in front of a high black cliff. Large boulders are strewn about you like children's toys in a playroom. Smash! Dun dun dun. Next page. 
A gigantic boulder comes crashing out of the sky and lands near Unilane. Oh, okay, that's that's not a warning at all. Yeah. You gasp and turn to look up. Another boulder is coming down from the sky, and you jump and you jump out of the way, grabbing Elaine just in time. You must play the game. What you choose, brain or brawn? A huge voice bellows down from the top of the cliff. Fairy, stay back or you get smushed. It really is a giant, you hiss at Elaine. Or how could it throw that thing? She nods brightly. His name is Antares, she says. What does he want? You need to pass some sort of test. Giants love tests. Okay, you could have told me that before. <clears throat> I hate tests. I would guess he proposes a contest where you either battle him with your wits or with your strength. Elaine replies. Her cheerful attitude is getting on your nerves. <laughs> True facts. What should I do, you whisper? Elaine bites her lip, thinking. Well, giants are no known for their strength, not their smarts. But I doubt this is going to be easy either way. Brave little human, come up and battle and terrors. The thing I don't like about this, you're jumping too much without decisions, but I guess that's what's helping mm -hmm. to survive. You and Elaine start to go up the narrow trail that leads switch back up the cliff. Smash, another boulder comes down. Leave, fairy, or you get smushed, Antares booms. I guess I have to wait here, Elaine says with a little smile. Oh, man, they're setting your dumb ass up. <laughs> Besides, if things get too crazy up top, I can always fly up to give you a hand. Oh, okay, bullshit, but... <laughs> Somehow she's gonna put her life at risk because you guys bonded over her confidence, you know, all that confidence dust you were you were snorting. Uh, yeah. She <laughs> flutters her wings with the last comment before skipping away down the hill. <laughs> Bye. Just getting to the top of the hill wears you out. You start to think that Elaine's presence had something to do with you not getting tired of her earlier. Anyway, you are puffing when you get to the top. You look around. All you see are large piles of boulders like the ones that just almost squished you below. Then one of the boulders on top of a pile opens his mouth and starts to speak. Good, it says, splitting wide. A rock shape directly in front of you suddenly melts into the figure of a giant man. He is as tall as a two-story house. His skin is gray like the rock around you. Antares hair is thick and grows out of his head like clumps of moss. I'm just picturing, <laughs> picturing the the rock from Neverending Story. Oh, wow, yeah. It's like the living rock? Yeah, the I don't living remember rock. the picture, but that's kind of how... It, that or uh, Pizza the Hut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rock the Hut or something. So, what you choose, brain or brawn? The voice is so loud and deep, you can feel it in your bones. Make choice. Stay or go. Smash or run. Brain or brawn? If you decide to accept the giant's challenge to a test of brains, turn to page 85. If you choose to challenge this giant in a test of strength, turn to page 93. Well, that's a pretty easy decision. <laughs> it might be one of those, like, they always kind of have some of those that, you know, they seem obvious, but for some reason, you know, who knows, maybe you say strength, yeah. and he's like, look, idiot, I'll crush you like nothing, so. Uh, yeah, he's been throwing boulders, so. <laughs> or that's so just he's part obviously of. obviously strong. Or he's trying to make you feel that way, you know, thinking like, because uh, he is a rock. That's where it gets confusing, because he, he's the living don't, rock. Don't overthink it there, Cassini. <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's how they get you. Cassini. Sometimes they want you to, sometimes mm -hmm. they don't want you. So the obvious uh, answer is the, the best one, you know? Yeah, so I'll, I'll go with the brains. So we're going to test his brains. I'm all, the, it's funny because say, I say, like, it takes long to get to the, the choices. But then when you get to those, I start, like, hesitating. Like, oh, man, <laughs> this might be the final countdown. <laughs> well, let's see. Do I die? Nope, not yet. Okay. I but choose you brain, <laughs> you say, trying not to sound nervous. Brains? Not brawn? Why? You think I'm dumb, Antares uh -huh. Bellows? No, you say. I just think brains is my only chance. <clears throat> I'm not a good brawn candidate. You squeeze your bicep, 
puny compared to Antares' proof. Riddle, Antares booms. Riddle, you ask? You must answer Riddle, he says gruffly. Right, I get it, you say. Antares strokes his chin and thinks. Okay, he finally says. Here's the riddle. He clears his throat and begins. There is green single-story house. Everything in it is green. Doors are green. Windows are green. Walls are green. Yes, and, you ask? What color are the stairs? Antares crosses his arms on his chest proudly, as if he's the world's reigning genius. If you say green, turn to the next page. If you try to think of another answer, turn to page 58. Oh, man, now it's getting dicey. Because, like, is it a trick <laughs> question? Oh. Uh, that could be a trick question. Mm-hmm. A greenhouse. Yeah. Greenhouse and everything in it is green. Oh, I know. It, no, it's not. The answer is not green because he said it's a single story house. There are no stairs. There's green single story house. Oh, so if you try to think of another answer, is it? You try and think of another answer. Well, that's the decider. So yeah. we're going to try to, um, you know, contrast her. Like, yeah, that's a good one. Turn to page 58. Please, 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 please. Yeah, like you said, the obvious answer isn't always the right one. Yeah. <laughs> like some stairs like like ours have have short little stoop stairs. So that's why I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, see, if what he says steps, then that could have been like, a yeah. little, you know. Mm. But he's a dumb brain, uh, you know, rock guy. So maybe he, he thinks the same. We'll see. You repeat, enter riddle in your head. Then it hits you. There are no stairs. It's a single-story house. You hey. know? But he hasn't said, like, no, that's wrong. Right. Lucky guess, Antares screams. First, he stamps his foot on the ground. The whole mountain shakes. Then he picks up a boulder and throws it at you. Smack. It lands two feet away. Hey, hold on, man. <laughs> oh, that's a loser much. Antares. Fair is fair, someone yells. It's Elaine. Antares frowns. I hate fairies, he says. You might hate fairies, but my friend has won the challenge. Now grant a wish, Elaine orders. I get a wish, you ask? Any wish? Elaine nods. Antares is so angry. Oh, you better start running, boy. His ears have turned red. There is something you have only seen before in small babies. I wish I could visit Mohenjo Daro, you announce. Zoseru. Well, I guess that's the whoosh. So just says, Zoseru. I've never heard of that in my life. Alakazam. <laughs> yeah. Just, somebody said, like, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Shitting. Turn to page 102. A wave of freezing cold passes over you and you pass out. Or you think you pass out. When you open your eyes, you are staring at the magnificent ancient city of Mohenjo-Daru from the ancient Hindu civilization. It is one of the greatest archaeological sites in the world. Wow, you say to no one. You look around. The site is empty. How are you going to get yourself out of this one? You fish your cell phone out of your pack and dial twig. The end. That's it. You're joking. No, look at the What? End. Yeah, what the... <laughs> Is that a good? Is that a bad? It's uh, sad. That's a very inconclusive. <laughs> That's well, yeah. a really anticlimactic ending. So I kind of got to do de- uh, research because Mohenjo Daro, was that what you were trying to find in the beginning? I don't remember the name. Because you found what you were looking for and then... I don't know. Like, uh, I don't remember. Because <laughs> he was going to meet the guy. Yeah, you're in London. Your buddy Twig calls you. What am I supposed to meet and why? Okay, here we go. It's like Astaire or something like that. Yeah, Alistair. 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 Uh, but what's the meaning? Uh, oh, he had something, right? What was it? Yeah, he was supposed to like... The Heelstone? About five foot yeah, six, Heelstone. Right? But he claims he has information on the missing Heelstone, yeah. Well, how the hell did we end up here then? That's the first time they had mentioned going to some place. Well, he that's what it was uh, um, Beth's wish though. He was, I want to go to Mohenjo 
Daro, but like, what is Mohenjo Daro? I must have missed it somewhere. Or, or the Queen said it in her ex- explanation to what I had to do. Yeah, because now, like, what was the point of the hill? I know he said, like, I'm not going to go look for there. We're going to have to do some research because, yeah, that's. that's yeah, it seems weird. That, of all the endings, I mean, it, it's kind of like bittersweet. Seems like really random. <laughs> well, it's bittersweet because on the one end, we didn't die. So, yay, we survived. Yeah, yeah. But on the other, he's just like, oh, here I am. And he calls so his, I was expecting to see, like, so, but so you're in this some, weird land, so your cell doesn't work, and then you're trapped there. So he gets sent to some ancient city in India? Magnificent ancient city. It's Indus from in- the ancient Indus civilization. What the hell is that? <laughs> it is one of the greatest archaeological sites in the world. Wow, you say to no one. That's what I like that you just kind of like. And there's just like no one there. Yeah, you just go like, huh. And then that's the end of the story. Well, what the fuck, man? Do I have uh, flying money? It's bittersweet. We got to the end, but. It's like you got into this whole situation because of Twig. So yeah, he better pay your flight home. Or Assuming never, you can get a flight home. Yeah. You try to call Twig, but it goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> never answers. Dun, dun, dun. Again. Twig succumbed to his injuries. Yeah. Twig just said the hell with that guy. Twig was try- trying to uh, off you for some reason. Yeah, set you up with Alistair. Yeah. Well, that, that's the end of that story. Um, <laughs> well, I guess we could, uh, next jump time the, we could choose a different one. Yeah. Well, we can still do, I'm, I'm going to do research and maybe do like a summary next time because I'm, I'm curious of what the Tajindara goes. Let me see. It's like you write a alternate ending. Yeah, like. You, something that's a little bit more um, climactic. Just so, <laughs> or, 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 you or they at do least like the, make sense. Or they do yeah. that monkey's pause, you know, where you're like, uh, I want to visit Toshinjaro. And then he tosses you, like, through the air. You know, like, well, he didn't uh, say you're going to land. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe as you're in midair, you like, go, go, gadget, copter, and you get your, your little hat and do a little helicopter. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's how I would write the story, damn it. The Deus Ex Machina going on. Uh, well, we still got time, so let's actually do the show. We'll do it maybe like the first. Let's see how fun.